Big wins and payouts are what you're chasing But all the games are getting intimidating You're feeling anxious, hearing your heart racing Just tune in to Cash Considerations This is Cash Considerations We are Cash Considerations The sports wages, you gotta have patience Just tune in to Cash Considerations Welcome players, listeners, friends Loyal fans and everybody in between, you are now tuned in to Cast Considerations. My name is David Griffin, a.k.a. your boy D. Griff, and as always, I am joined by my main man, Dave Sherapan. How are you, sir? Dude, I'm great. Back in Vegas and uh, ready to talk some football, take my mind off of that ridiculous disaster that we're all talking about here in town. Uh, yeah, that was that was really something, man. Um yeah, it was it was a hard thing to go through. Something I I can't I couldn't even imagine ever being a seeing and happen to the city. But seeing the way the city has rallied in the last few days, in the last forty eight hours, is really something special. And it really made me proud to call myself a Vegas, Las Vegas local. Yeah, dude, it uh, it's really it, it hit home with us. Uh, we had a, one of the kids on our softball team. Her brother's best friend was one of the guys. 20 year old kid that got shot and passed away so the hardest thing for us has been trying to explain it to these kids and uh try to make sense of it none of us can you know i mean nobody can make sense of this thing but i just like you said i am proud of the response it's still somber in town i don't know about you it just i haven't been at work for two days so i'll find out more tomorrow when i go back down to the strip but um just trying to get back to some some sense of normalcy so i'm really looking forward to just banging this thing out with you and just trying to you know get people on a on a back on a regular track man it's been crazy last couple days with that being said all prayers out to anyone whose family was affected or anyone who lost a loved one um we are with you and we stand by you um with that, if you're willing, I'd like to take at least a five, five, ten seconds of silence just for those in remembrance before we move forward. Amen. All right, my friend. Like you said, let's get back to a little sense of normalcy. And let's talk about uh, this crazy weekend of sports that we had also, man. Dude, it was uh, it was nuts. I'll say that. I mean, we uh, we introduced the Eddie the Mush segment, yeah. and we got some of the craziest finishes of the week just with his games, let alone all of these other crazy games. I mean, we can – you want to yeah. just bang out the college games first, and then we'll go right to the pros? Yeah, exactly. Let's do that. Let's talk, uh, let's talk the college games really quick. Um, all right. I know I had – it's a shame because I gave out my big bets – Two of my big threes was one Wisconsin and one of them California. Those just so happened to be the only bets that I lose when it came to my college picks. Uh, Wisconsin didn't cover against Northwestern. They really just had a bad first half um, that just kind of dampered them. Uh, just probably They probably just thought they were going to run through them. It really wasn't going to be much of a show, so it just took them a while to get going. Came out in the second half, and I think they scored four, four unanswered TDs and actually took the lead and was covering for a good part of the second half, I think up until like the fourth quarter. And then they just kind of let it go. They were up by 21 and was just like, ah, we're going to win, we'll get out of here, and kind of let Northwestern get like two really cheap just dog-eater touchdowns back door. So. All right. 
there's not much you can do there. Um, the Cal, the California game, that game really, really upset me just because I, it, it sh- they should have covered. Like, I don't know if you saw the game, but late they were, they were plus 15 and a half. They're down by 14. They get the ball back with four minutes left. And I'm sitting here going like, oh, I'm good. Like, even if they don't score or anything, <laughs> right. once Oregon gets the ball, they're just going to run the clock out and I'm going to be good. They have the easy. Ball their, it looks yeah, easy, right? It looks there. so easy. They got the ball on their own, like, 15-yard line. First down, they throw it incomplete. Second down, throw it incomplete. Fourth down, I mean, third down, throw it incomplete. I'm like, please just punt the ball. Please don't th- please don't go for it. They go for it on fourth and ten on their own 15-yard line. The guy is wide open over the middle, almost at, at midfield. If he catches this ball, I'm, like, guaranteed the cover. The dude overthrows him so high, A.J. Green couldn't have jumped up on Calvin Johnson's <laughs> shoulders and caught the ball. So I, uh, I, I'm watching I, the game in the hotel room. The kids are trying to go to sleep, and I'm watching it with no sound. But I'm, I'm getting your text, and right. I can feel your frustration with that one. I was like, "Oh no, I don't like the way this one's gonna go." Yeah, Oregon <laughs> gets the ball on their on their like 15 yard line. Even they try to run the clock out, but they can't. There's just not enough field for them to run the clock out. <laughs> they score a touchdown. The whole sports book goes crazy because apparently everybody had Oregon. It just, it was a bad call by me. I'll take the fault on that one. But all the other ones, I believe, came through. And um, we had Colorado getting points at UCLA. They almost won that game late, but they definitely covered. We had Fresno State against Nevada. Like I said, Nevada's just not a good team. Fresno State showed up and put a beating on them. Um, Colorado State at Hawaii. Again, we faded we faded Hawaii when they had Wyoming and Colo- and Colorado State's a better team than Wyoming is, so we figured they were gonna go ahead and win that. And uh Wake Forest going up against Florida State. Again, another game where they didn't win the game but they they it made it a close game and were able to cover I think by like a a point and a half or a half a point depending on where you got it at, but a win is a win. Oh, absolutely. That one came down to the last possession too. They were live to win the game the entire game. Yep. So I'm more interested in who's Hawaii playing this week because you are on the money with this Hawaii team. So when we look ahead, that's going to be one of the games we focus on for sure. For sure. Um, What about you, Big Dave? What did you have? Do you have a a quick rundown of what you had? Yeah, in college I had uh, Minnesota laying points against a third-string quarterback in Maryland, and Maryland wins outright getting 13 at Minnesota. Dead wrong. Oh, that's right, yep. Yep. Iowa getting three and a half at Michigan State. It was an ugly, ugly game. Seventeen to ten final. Michigan State found a way to win. So I give up on Iowa. I thought they were better than they were. I think that you can only play on them at home and on the road. Forget about it. They can't even move the ball. Um Florida Atlantic minus three against Middle Tennessee State. Easy winner. And Georgia minus seven at Tennessee. Um, Tennessee, the guys uh, on the hot seat. Yeah, 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 that was nasty. That that was a that was a big time game for Georgia to move up in the polls again. They're going to be around. They're going to they're, they're going to be around in the SEC. They're going to make a shot to to get in the SEC championship. No question, they're for real. But yeah, that was the only four games that I really gave an opinion on. So I'll take the split, especially when I was so dead wrong on a thirteen point favorite losing outright. <laughs> right. And, yeah, Tennessee is just disappointing. I, I talked Tennessee up. I thought for sure they were going to be able to come out and give show some type of fight. But, oh, uh, that's just a bad taste. I'm glad I didn't have nothing on it. But 
uh, what we're going to try to do is just take uh, kind of focus on college football for this for this show. So we're going to try to switch it up a little bit and try to we've been listening to the feedback that you guys have been giving us. So like we said, just continue to hit us up on our Twitter or hit us up personally and just give us all the feedback that you can. But going with the, what a lot of you guys have said, we're going to try to do focus mo- mainly on the first show of the week on college. And then the second show we'll come out with, we'll do a little bit more uh, pro football. Hopefully that way we can keep the show shorter and uh, dive in a little bit to each game a little bit more. Sounds good, brother. I like that. Yeah, so um, let's go ahead and jump right into college football since that's what we're talking about when it comes to these recaps. We got some early games coming up earlier in the week. Um, I've already had questions thrown at us about this Louisville-NC State game. Do you have any opinion? Are you on either side of this thing? Initial thought is NC State. I like the the home dog there. Louisville, mm, not that they're going south, they're going backward. They're, they're just, between what's going on with the basketball program and Jackson, not really. Clemson lost, took a lot out of them. I'm yeah. just going to say, I, I'm just going to say that. And, and I think, you know, they're one and four against the spread, so on the season they're four and one, but they're one and four against the spread. I'm not looking to lay points on the road with that team. So NC State, it's not a strong play, but that would be my opinion if you're asking. How about you? Uh, I'm glad you said what you said, man, because I was feeling NC State. Uh, I the only problem is I've seen some money come in on Louisville. And it's kind of like, that's why I really wanted to wait and see what you said. But it could just be because of Lamar Jackson and it is Louisville. People really don't know about NC State right now. But I was feeling NC State too. Uh, Louisville's minus four right now. Four is kind of a short number, but at the same time, you're getting the home team. I'd be willing to take the points. One thing I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for the over to come out. Because I, I think both teams should be able to score. I know Louisville can score. And they don't have much for anything on defense. So I think uh, once that line comes out for the over-under, as long as it's not too high, as long as it's not like somewhere over the 65s up to like 70 or something ridiculous, I'm definitely going to be looking to play the over. There you go. Well, how about now what we're doing in the books, putting these totals out so late for college football? It's a weird trend that's happened. I know we're not putting anything up until Thursday. Now that their game's on Wednesday, obviously we're going to put a total up for that game tomorrow. Yeah. But – we're not putting totals up until Thursday. How about you guys? I, it's same thing here, man, and it's weird having to, and trying to explain it to people. You know what I mean? And and I feel their frustration. They're coming at me like this is unbelievable. You guys don't have lines out for these things yet. Da da da. da. And I, I'm I'm feeling their pain. I'm like I totally 100 percent agree with you. This is we should have it out by now. We should give the guys a chance to look at these things and make educated guesses rather than like four or five hours before the game starts. Throw it up there and be like, hey, grab it as fast as you can. All right, Dave. Well, let's volleyball this thing. I'm gonna let you go. You got any games that you um that you like? What are we looking at? I am gonna say Michigan, Michigan State. Oh, you notice I always yeah I always focus at a Big Ten or because I just can't pick the Pac-12. We we discussed this. This is a recurring theme. I was happy you kind of went with the Pac-12 last week, and I kind of rode your coattails <laughs> because I, I just can't pick the games. And they're fun to watch, but I can't pick them. Yeah. Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State coming off the game against Iowa. It was a real dud. It, it wasn't anything that makes me think that Michigan State is going to go on the road and give Michigan a real threat here. 
and it's a huge game. It's a bigger. It's like Pitt Penn State. It means everything to Michigan State, and for yep. Michigan, it's just another game. We're laying less than two touchdowns. I know Michigan hasn't covered their big numbers this season, but they're two and two against the spread. I'm taking Michigan in this one. Another game. I'm glad that you took. Um... I totally agree. I was looking at this game and I was kind of, I didn't really know which way to lean. And I started looking into it and do a little bit of research. And I was like, nah, I think you have to take Michigan in this game. I just don't know if, like you said, I think Michigan State is going to be more motivated than Michigan is. It's going to be a bigger game for them. For Michigan, it's just another game. But I still just see Michigan just being the better team. They have the better talent and just coming out and taking care of business like they should. They, they have the way better defense, Griff. Yeah. That's the thing. How, how you is know. Michigan State going to score? That's that's my big thing in this one. So, is Michigan going to get to twenty seven? Because I think that's going to be enough. I don't think Michigan State gets more than fourteen points in this game. So we get over twenty twenty eight points. We're there. We're good to go with laying the double digits. I'm going to bounce one off you really quick. You tell me what you think. I'm looking at Notre Dame at North Carolina. Um, I don't know if you know much about North Carolina. Their defense is horrible. They can score, but their defense is horrible. Notre Dame has just looked pretty good to me. You know what I mean? The only really loss they had was that game against Georgia, which was just a really close, hard-fought game. And Georgia's looking like the real deal at this point. So I like Notre Dame to cover the 14-and-a-half. I was against Notre Dame to start the season. I thought they were going to be a little bit down. You know, their season win total was a little high. I thought they were going to come in under that. They're 4-and-1 so far this season with a couple good road wins okay. and a four and one against the number North Carolina is one and four and one and four against the spread. And obviously their defense isn't very good. They're giving up 34 points a game. Right. Um, Notre Dame is going to score. Is their defense going to hold enough, hold North Carolina down enough to cover the number? I saw the initial number was close to was over fourteen, I believe. Yeah, and I think it was it was hit down. If it drops below fourteen, it's definitely it's just like the Michigan game. You got to lay it because they're going to score enough points. You just got to hope their defense gets there. All right, I'm going to send the ball back to you. We're going to stay in the Big Ten, Griff. Penn State is at your boys, Northwestern, yeah. and Northwestern. Backdoored against Wisconsin on the road. Now they get to come home. And this game has given Penn State fits over the past few years. I mean, it's really? just. Yeah, it's, they've, they've gone there and as big favorites, struggled to win and not cover. And it's just a weird game. I don't know if it's the early start time in, um, in Illinois. I don't know what it is. But. I'm taking Penn State. Penn State okay. looks so good against against Indiana. And oh, boy, you Barkley had me nervous. Is the, no, bro. Not, uh, Penn State is for real. Their offense is clicking on all cylinders. Barkley's the front runner for the Heisman. Yep. They're on a mission. They're going to get to the Ohio State game undefeated, I think. Everything is clicking. Northwestern's still a mess, dude. Their, their offense is not right. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. You nailed this thing a couple weeks ago. I mean, it goes all the way back to the Duke game. Um, there's no way you can convince me. And, and I love home dogs, but there's, right. I'm not going against Penn State in this one. It's 14 or less. 
easy play, Penn State. Okay, cool, man. I was I have I have Penn State circled. I was gonna bring it up to you, and when she when she started off like that, I was I was getting scared. I was like, oh man, don't tell me I'm about to no play this. <laughs> like I circled it with the with the red marker and everything. Like I thought it was a guaranteed play. So I'm glad that you went with Penn State again. Yeah, man. I Wisconsin kind of let me down last week. They just let it let it go late. I don't think Northwestern is gonna be able to score. Uh, at all, really, against Penn State. I don't think Penn State's going to have really a shabby first half like Wisconsin had. They should dominate this game from start to, from start to finish. That's just what it's looked like. All of Penn State's games have just been they've, – they've, they've came out and played right from the get-go. I don't think they're going to let Northwestern get their feet in this. I totally 100% agree with you, and I'm glad. I'm glad we <laughs> – Yeah, we were, we're due to. What, right. What's your next one? <laughs> um. Let me talk about sticking in that same one. We got Ohio State at home against Maryland. Maryland, like you told us, they got their third-string quarterback going, and still somehow they were able to win outright against Minnesota, right? Yeah, man. They 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 outscored them on the road with a third-string quarterback. Yep. That is insane. They're at Ohio State, and they're getting plus 31.5 points. Now, my only thinking in this game, and this is kind of how I've looked at several games so far this year, is Ohio State played UNLV at home, and UNLV is bad, like we know, and they beat UNLV by 33 points. I'm assuming that Maryland is a better team than UNLV, so if I'm getting 31.5, I have to assume they should lose the game by less points than UNLV lost the game. So that's my way of looking at this game. I'm saying Maryland just had a big win on the road last week. I think they should be able to come in this game this week and stay within 30, 31 points. I totally agree with you. I okay, cool. I can't. Yeah, I. Ohio State is four and one on the season. They're two and three against the spread, and that's due to those big numbers that they're laying. Yeah, Maryland's three and one on the season. Three and one against a the number. They destroyed Texas on the road. They beat minnesota as a 13 point dog on the road yep. they're going to ohio state and catching 32 points <laughs> you gotta you gotta take the points i don't care who's playing quarterback they're gonna give them a game the only thing that happens in these games griff when they're that big of spreads the depth takes over the teams right. like maryland only have one guy at a position that's that's you know capable of hanging if they get hurt whether it's an offensive lineman, a defensive back, then they're exposed and the number gets away from them. You know what I mean? So I agree, those are, but, but see, that's one of the things I like about games like this, and this is something I noticed in the UNLV game. when you Because uh, Ohio State was covering against UNLV, but then Ohio State went to their second string and their third string because they have guys who are legitimate athletes in their backup things, and they want to give those guys run. But teams like UNLV and teams like Maryland, they really don't have much backups to go to to try to get run and try to boost up. You know what I mean? So in the Ohio State game, they ended up giving up like a touchdown late, and the guy threw a pick six late because they're playing right. so many of their backups. So that's right. something else I would look to expect in this Ohio State game, that if it does start to get out of hand, even if it's like third quarter, and it's like, man, they're down 42 to nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Then yep. Ohio State's going to start bringing in their backups, while Maryland is still going to be playing some of, their, uh, some of their main guys. So I think that will help in the sense of uh, – they won't have like the scrub backups to go to like a team like Ohio State does. 
All right, your turn. What we got? Well, we can't be remiss and avoid the Hawaii-Nevada game. It's, <laughs> it's, it's number 413-414. You've been all over both teams. Right. And now they're meeting each other in a conference game. Hawaii is at Nevada. Hawaii is laying four points. Is that correct? That is correct. Dude, where are we going with this game? Oh, man. I have. I was hoping you weren't going to bring it up. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think it's any other way except Hawaii. Right. I honestly, I don't want to, you know, lay points on the road again. But um, Nevada's 0-5, 1-4 against the number, giving up arguably – Wow, I'm looking at the numbers right now. They're both giving up 37 points a game. This may yeah. be one of those team with the ball last wins. We're just going to play over. How about that? What, whatever the total comes out, it's going to be 76. Play over. I that's the way this one looks. There we go. See now, yep. See that's why this show is so good. I 100% am on your side. This play it over. Don't worry about who's going to do what and whatever. Just just root for scoring. Yeah, that one. That one may be hard to that one may be hard to pick a side now that I look at it, right? <laughs> right. I mean Hawaii's definitely the better team. It's just when Hawaii's on the road at Nevada, Nevada isn't gonna have very many chances to win games. So they might be looking at this like, hey, this might be one of our few chances to win games this year. I mean, I was right. seeing their season total over-unders at the beginning of the season. It was three and a half. I was like, no, there's no way it could be three and a half. And now seeing them on the field, I'm like, three and a half is a lot. Right, they, they're, they're not going to get there. They're not going to get not there. Gonna get there. Here's a good storyline game. Um, CBS game, middle of the day, SEC, LSU yep. at Florida. I, that was going to be the one I went to next. Perfect. What do you got? I feel like it has to be a setup, like or like I'm missing something. Because Florida's only minus three and a half at home against LSU. And I know this is a classic rivalry game, and it's always hard fought. But LSU just got whooped by Troy. And Troy is good. I, I heard at the beginning of the season that Troy was going to be a, one of those sleeper teams to follow that you're going to get really, really good prices on. But at the same time, you can't tell me that LSU gets beat by Troy at home. And the, they had to play them a million dollars to come in. You pay a million dollars for a team to come in and whoop you. And then you're supposed to go on the road to Florida and stay within three and a half. I like Florida. What you got? I love LSU. Oh, you dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. I, I'm telling you, this is this is a setup. It's a complete setup. The line makes no sense. LSU just lost at home to Troy, paid the team a million bucks to come in to get beat up, and Troy came and beat them up. What are they going to say? I mean, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, man, LSU has been talking about this all week i mean the season can go one of two ways they can go mail it in they're gonna yeah. just you know go backwards they're gonna lose these games not cover whatever i don't think that's gonna happen in this case i think they're gonna rally the troops somehow turn it around only because florida's offense is not very good this is gonna be a close game and i think anything over a field goal has value it's a field goal game it always is. I like LSU to bounce back on the road because it looks too easy. It looks way too easy. 
I, I hear you when you're saying it's going to be a close game. And if I was LSU, I would do everything I can to just try to make it a slow grind. I would use all the play clock. I would shift like they like to shift every single play and just try to just try to keep it like a six to three game. Cause that's going to be the only way they're going to cover this thing. Wow. Let's look at some numbers there. LSU's given up 19 points a game and Florida's given up 26 points a game. You know, the total's coming higher than 40. Yeah. I don't know what it's coming, but that's an under, right? There's, yep. There's, no, for sure. Who, it's an under. Whoever scores two touchdowns in this one is probably going to win. I'm <laughs> saying 14, 13, uh, 2017, is probably the the highest it's going to go. So I like the under, and in an under game, I always like the dog. Not always, but more often than not. So I'm telling you, man, that's something to watch. We'll, we'll have something to talk about. All right. We will agree to disagree. All right, big dog. Well, look, why don't we take a break? Let us rest our chops really kick, and we will come right back. We still got so much more to get into for the show. We got our NFL power rankings that I always love to go over. We're going to talk uh, NFL Thursday night football. And uh, it's October, isn't it? Baseball time. Baseball postseason, baby. There was a game tonight. We'll talk about that, see who we like moving forward, and we will be right back at you guys. People always ask us who's the strongest, who's the fastest. So we put this thing together just to push it to the masses. We're not bookies, we're not touts, we're not looking for commission. We just want to make you money, and that will always be the mission. Yeah, so take a second. Let go of all your preconceptions. All right, Big Dave, and we are back. Eventually, man, I'm going to get a drop. We have to have a drop where some big music comes up. There's a bunch of drums, and it's like, NFL Power Rankings. Or we got to get, like, a cool <laughs> name for our Power Rankings, and then we can make a drop with it. Because I, I don't know about you, man, but I take these really, really serious. You take them a little more serious than I do, but I'm interested to see what you got from week to week because I I adjust mine not off of what you say, but – I never did them before, and um, having to do them now is an interesting exercise for me. So I'll I'll let you take the lead, and I'll kind of bounce off of you. Okay. Well, I just – I like power rankings because I think they're important when you're looking at the lines from week to week. I had a lot of guys coming at me, attacking me for my power rankings last week, and what I was trying to explain to these guys is when when I make my power rankings, I'm not looking at it for – who do I think is going to be in the Super Bowl at the end of the year? Who has the best chances? Because if that was the case, then all I would be betting is future bets. My guys and people, I'm looking at this week to week, so that way I can try to find value on the games that we're looking at. So that's why I'm not putting the Patriots in my in, my, in the tops of my power rankings because I don't I don't I can't see them covering big lines right now. You know what I mean, dude? That makes a ton of sense and actually sounds a lot more. Uh, of a reason to do these power rankings i love it exactly right so i'll go over my list really quick one thing i always say if you have to change your teams a lot in your power rankings from week to week then you're not doing a good job at your power rankings your guys should pretty much be there because you're if you're doing it right your guys should pretty much sit there uh so obviously chiefs are still number one they barely they covered against the redskins it was ridiculous went over that already but they they won and they covered against a team with the Redskins that I had ranked number five last week. So they're they're definitely going to be up there. Number two, I got the Packers. The Packers actually jumped over the Eagles, jumped over the Falcons, who obviously lost. And I'm moving them up to number two. And the reason why I'm giving them the little jump over the Eagles is because Aaron Rodgers looks like the best player on the field. 
Like, I, I don't think there's a team that he's going to go against where he's not the best player on either offense or either defense. So anytime you have the LeBron James of football on your team, you, you got to be up there. So I moved them up to number two. Then I got the Eagles at number three. They pulled through for your boy. I had some real side bets. I literally had like five burrito bets. I had like <laughs> I had all these side bets, push-ups and everything going on with all these other guys because I was telling everyone the Eagles are going to win outright against the Chargers. Some people thought the Chargers were getting off the snide. They didn't. Eagles came through that, for me. That was the one, Griff, that uh, I said, You, this is one of those games you got to either dig your heels in the sand and stick yep. with your pick or just pass maybe. And you're like, hell yeah, I'm digging my heels in the sand. Eagles win outright. And you told everybody about it on the show, on Twitter, and I'm sure you told some people in the book. Oh, yeah, I told everybody, man. So that made me look like a genius. I love it. Um, this is going to be the only the only switch, the only real surprise, I guess you would say, from my last week power rankings. Um, but it might not be that big of a surprise if you watch the games this weekend. I had to bring the Bills in there. I had to. They beat the Falcons, so I brought them in at number four. It just makes sense. They they have they're one they have some of the best wins so far this year. They won at the Falcons. They beat the Broncos. They uh they destroyed the um the Jets like they were supposed to. And their only loss was on the road at the Panthers, who aren't the best team, but they did just beat the Patriots. So you got to give them respect for that. I got the Bills in there at number four. They had a shot that. They- they had a shot to win that game against Carolina too. They had an incomplete pass on the goal line to end the game. Yep, exactly. And then number five, um, sticking with them, even though they took a L, I got the Falcons at my number five spot, and that's because they took a they took a tough loss at home, but they did get a lot of guys hurt. And late in the game, they actually had a fourth and they had fourth down on like I think the Bills like seven yard line or something like that, and they just didn't have any. It didn't seem like they had any weapons left to go out there and run plays. The only people who were healthy were their running backs. They didn't have any healthy receivers. So um, they took the L, and it's a shame because they lost at home. But I still think they're one of the top five best teams in the league. Um, so I'm going to put them at my five spot. I'm, I'm going to surprise you. Oh, there you go. All right. Let's, all right. What I'm you gonna, got, boy? I'm going to surprise you. I, I feel like I'm the kid peeking at the next guy's paper because <laughs> my, my top three – is uh-huh. exactly the same as yours. Ooh. I got Kansas City number one. Mm-hmm. They're the best team in football right now, and there's no argument. Yeah. Green Bay's number two. I think they are the best team in the NFC because of Aaron Rodgers. I agree with yeah. you 100%. The Eagles, again, went on the road, um, cross-country trip. Every reason to go out there and lay an egg. They don't. They're playing for keeps. They're, they're the best team in that division. I got them number three. Nice. Now, number four, because Atlanta suffered the injuries in a loss at home to Buffalo, I bumped them out. They would probably be number six on my okay. list. So who did I move up? Yeah, here we go. Last week, I had the Patriots number one because I just couldn't believe that they couldn't be number one. Now I know. they are. Their defense is a joke. They're not even close right now to being in this top five power ranking. Yeah, their so, defense is on on pace to have the worst season of any defense so far. Obviously, that's not going to continue to trend that way, but that just kind of gives you a scope of how bad the defense has been in the first four weeks. 
bright, man. They're, they're, they can't hold a lead. They're not keeping them in games. Brady has to score 35 to win a shootout. Yeah. So they're out. So I went with who is the next best team in the AFC? I'm a little biased. You made a very good uh, argument. You made a little argument for the Bills, and I, I can know. see it. But Pittsburgh just went in to Baltimore and said, you guys are not even going to come close to winning this division. We're winning this division. We're going after the number one seed because the Patriots aren't going to get it. Like, they went in there during Ravens week and really pounded the rock. Le'Veon Bell coming out party. The Steelers look like, I mean... Antonio Brown was throwing stuff on the sideline. Yeah. Fit. Threw, Everybody yeah. at home's talking about the Steelers being in disarray. But they they showed me something. I bumped them up. They're number four. Number five, I have three teams written okay. down with my slash marks because I actually I can't like decide I how like to get yeah, I can't decide how to get one of them better than the other. So my AFC teams are Denver and Buffalo. Buffalo, you made the argument for. I'll make the argument for Denver. I don't see them losing a home game the way they're playing defense. And Simeon's doing enough to get the offense enough points to get there. I think they're really good in the AFC along with Buffalo. Monday night, for me, the other team I have a slash mark here is Washington. They didn't there do anything. Hey. They didn't do anything to prove to me to not be there. They could have won that game. They were covering the whole game. And it took an Eddie the Mush last play <laughs> to to get a winner. Like, that was the craziest thing I've seen in a long time to go from covering for the entire game until right. the last play of the game and you blow the cover. And the total. You said you had the total under. And that touchdown caused the over. Yeah, that, that being said, yeah, that was really bad if you were sitting on Washington. Um, but they played them. They played the Chiefs tough, man. If we have Chiefs number one, the Redskins can't be too far behind. They're the third best team in the NFC right now. Forget about Dallas. The Rams showed me a little something, but they're too young, and you can't be putting them in the top. And let's I, be I, honest, Seattle isn't there. I, I don't think there's any other teams where they can really make too many arguments for. Wouldn't you agree? Dude, I love your analysis on the Redskins, man. I 100% agree with you. I, I tried to fight the Redskins into my top five because they're one of those things that even though they have a 2-2 two and two record, their two losses are against the Eagles in a very close game, who is number three on my list, and then they, obviously the Monday night game where they're on the road at the number one team on my list, and they lost a game they were should have they could have won and were covering and pretty much dominated the whole first half. And then their two wins are a solid win on the road against a Rams team who looks like a very legit Rams team, and then a complete throttling of the Raiders before Derek Carr got hurt. So it's like one of those things to where, like you said, they haven't really done anything to say they're not a good team. They just so happen to go up against two of, two of the top three teams in the league so far. So I They can't... may have played the hardest schedule in the NFL. I haven't looked at schedule strength, but they may right. have played the hardest schedule in the NFL based on their opponent's records. Exactly. So, yeah, they've earned their spot, and it's going to take a lot for me to knock them out of it. I'll ask right. you this, Griff. If Washington is at home against Atlanta, what do you make the line right now? 
Ooh, what do I make the line right now? If Atlanta's completely 100% healthy, I think I would still give them a two-point edge. Okay, but you can't. I don't think you can make them a three. No, no, definitely not. You can't. You can't go three. Right, and you only make Atlanta a favorite because of the public perception. I right. Exactly. You you have to make Atlanta the favorite because you're going to take way more bets on Atlanta. But I'd argue the game should be a pick. You know, based on our power rankings and what we see on the field, right? Right, 100%. I can't argue with you one bit. Why don't we go ahead and take another break, and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk this Thursday night football game, Patriots at the Buccaneers, and we will wrap this bad boy up with the baseball talk, baby. So we're going to take a quick one, and we'll be right back. And payouts are what you're chasing, but all the games are getting intimidating. You're feeling anxious, hearing your heart racing. Just tune in to Cash Considerations. This is Cash Considerations. We are Cash Considerations. The sports wages, you gotta have patience. Just tune in to Cash All right, and we are back at it again, Dave. We got this Thursday game coming up. And I want to definitely want to talk it because we've been hot these last couple of Thursday games when we get our little talk in. We don't give the game enough love. Just because they haven't been particularly good, but the last two have been 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 at least as far as I'm concerned were exciting. Just because the last game I had the Packers, so seeing the Packers beat up on them, it was exciting for me. Even though it had that long delay, I definitely think this game is going to be exciting. The Bucks at home going against the Patriots. Um, Patriots don't have much of a defense, so we're going to expect to see some scoring going back and forth. Um, anything jump out at you? Anything you like particularly be in this matchup? First things first, the Patriots, this just in, the Patriots can't stop anybody. <laughs> uh, the total in the game is 54 and a half. Mm-hmm. If we wait, I think the wait, I think the Panthers just scored again. That's how right. bad the Patriots defense is. The, we got to take over in the game. I don't care if the total gets up until 56, it's a good play over. Yeah. The side the side has me intrigued, Griff. The line should be three, shouldn't it? Yeah. How it is this be. line five, five and a half? I don't get it. It's getting bet way up. I believe it opened. I, I I saw it open at four, and then it immediately went up to four and a half. Now it's at five, five and a half. I think people have caught on to the trend that you got to take the Patriots off of a loss. They don't right. lose back-to-back games, and Bill Belichick is just at the man after losses. So I think that's what this line is starting to reflect the trend of. I think I'm going to agree. I, I, how am I going to lay against it? I, I wouldn't take the Bucks in the spot. If I'm picking a side today, Tuesday, I'm going with New England. Oh, you're going with New England? My dude. Yeah, I'm a sucker, man. I'm a sucker. I don't know what to tell you with this Patriots team. I can't figure it out. I made the line three, three and a half. I, I, there's no I, way. That I, I, I think I'm missing you. something. Yeah, I, so I, normally I, I'd say jump all over the Buccaneers. I agree with you. I made the line. I, I think the line should be three. Um, even I might even be tempted to go a little bit lower than three, but obviously, with it being the Patriots as a bookmaker, you can never make it anything less than three. Like you said, more than likely it would be three and a half. But this is one of those things to where I know Bill Pelichek is great off of a loss, and the Patriots look should look to bounce back. And I got to be honest, the Bucks didn't look that good against the Giants. The Giants aren't a good team, and they had to scratch and fight and fight and build that thing all the way to the end to win that game. They were down late. 
But at the same time, it's another one of those things to where I the money is not reflecting the the value. Like, how many times do the Patriots have to lose or not cover spreads to where they start getting true reflections of who they are? I still think so many people are basing their bets or their money off of the idea that, well, the Patriots are going to be there at the end of the year. The Patriots are always a good team. You know what I mean? And that might be true. They might be there at the end of the year. But for this week... Five five and a half points is too much for me. I'm personally going to wait. I look at this and I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to wait till Thursday, and I'm going to expect this thing to just continue to go up. Hopefully, I'll get five and a half. If I can get a six, I'll be so happy with a six. And I'm going to take my bucks. And I'm, this is one of those things where I'm going to do it until I lose. Just like I feel with the Bills, you got to take the Bills until the money reflects it, or until they lose. I'm going to do this with the Patriots until the money starts to reflect true Patriot value, or I lose. Then I'm I gotta go with the opposite side. Sounds that's the way when I initially, you know, made the lines after Sunday, I put three and a half. The lines yeah. five, five and a half. I'm thinking either I'm missing something or the Bucks have to be a play. If the line gets to six, automatic play on the Bucks. Automatic. Yep. Um, all right. Well, it is October, which means it's the baseball pro season postseason. Something that a lot of people get excited about is the only. It's pretty much the best baseball you're gonna. The only good baseball worth watching the whole year. It's the long. It's the longest out of pretty much all the sports. But it really doesn't matter until you get to October. Couldn't agree more. It's it's just hard. I love baseball, so I can watch it and I can bet on it. I like the way you can find teams that lineups are hitting, or there's just pitchers that the line never catches up to. And, you know, you can find value on guys here and there. But you never know what you're going to get. Postseason baseball, I'd argue right behind postseason hockey. NHL playoff hockey is the best postseason sport. I'll argue it uh, forever. They are (laughs) killing each other every single shift of every single game from top to bottom. NHL playoffs are the best. Baseball playoffs, a notch below it or equal to Every pitch is important. Every guy, every at bat is important. Um, Ground—it's the best. So I would agree with you. It is worth watching, and it is for sure worth betting if you're going to watch. I love. Yeah, Yankee Stadium is as good as a postseason venue anywhere in any sport. And when they're when they're in it, it's just just seems right. You know, right, that it? was a, that was a great game. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> the Twins got off to a, an amazing start. Everything they could have asked, the three-run lead <laughs> after the top of the first. All and I'm watching the game, and I'm I'm texting a buddy, another big baseball fan. I said the Twins got to get out of this first inning without giving up a run, and then they're very live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, way easier said than done. Yeah, you know, single single out three run bomb tie ball game and i said it's a wrap the yankees are winning forget about it the twins are done and that's exactly the way my text went the momentum in postseason baseball is incredible it It, just goes so fast right it's no joke you can you you literally not even just feel it it's like you can taste it like if you open your mouth for too long you'll feel it in your mouth like it's it's incredible Yep, and coming um, off last season's postseason, 
in last season's World Series, Cleveland and the Cubs, it's going to be hard to live up to. But I think we're set up with the way the the series are lined up. We can kind of run through the series real quick, just give a quick opinion, and uh, go from there. I'll I'll kick it off with, um, we'll stay in the American League, Red Sox and Astros. Astros are minus 160, minus 165 to win that series. You got an opinion there? I love the Astros. I'm not going to lie. I have... um... I got a text from Alan. He, he he's obviously not on the show, but he wanted to get some of his MLB p- talking, and he he likes the Astros to win the World Series, and I like the Astros to be right there too. I uh, I think they're gonna. I actually think they're gonna lose this first game against Sale. It's gonna be. I believe it's Sale versus Verlander. I right. think Sale and the Red Sox will be able to steal this first one. Then I think Houston will win the next two. I I just think I love their hitting. I think their their hitting is just there's there's no easy outs through their whole lineup, and that's the case for a, a lot of these teams. But they rally around each other so well, and Jose Atuve is a real MVP on no on offense and defense. A, yeah, he's a small guy, but he is a beast. He, he is, is a small guy, beast. and he he's got power. They got they got so much. They have everything in their lineup. They have yep. speed. They have hitting. They got power. They got. I just. I look at them and I go, okay. I can see them scoring a lot of runs, and what going against so many good arms in the postseason. It's going to be really, really important to be able to approach every at bat differently. I'm going with the Astros. Game one, Verlander Sale is a great matchup. Must mm-hmm. watch TV if you yeah. like baseball and you like pitching. Um, Verlander's going to have to step it up because you know what you're getting with Sale. You know, he's yeah. coming with, he's going to give up three earned runs or less. Unless the Astros can wear him down, take a lot of pitches, get the pitch count up, and get him out of there by the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. The Astros, if they do that, and Verlander can keep them in the game that long or match sale, Verlander wins the game, the Astros win the game, they win the series easy. If not, it's going five. I think it's going to be a tight one, but I think the Astros are going to win. I'm with you. The Astros are favored. Yep. Um, It'll be interesting the way – I don't know if you ever watched the series prices, but if you think the Astros are going to lose the first game, wait Wait. and bet the adjusted series price, right? Take the plus. The other series in the the American League is going to be Indians-Yankees. Now that we know that the Yankees won the wild card game, Mm -hmm. I love the Indians. Oh, I know you do. I mean, yeah. you, you loved them two months ago when we first started kicking this thing off. That's right. Yeah, I said to take ten to one before they uh, before they get hot in August and September. Little did I know they were going to run off twenty two in a row, yeah. and then <laughs> and then like thirty one of thirty two. You know, they lost and then won eight more mm-hmm. um, to to take well, the number one you, seed in the American League. So I'm all over Cleveland. Their pitching is too good. I was going to say, you saw this Yankees team tonight. They got power. That doesn't scare you a little bit? Nah, arms arms and pitching win in October. The Yankees can knock the ball out of the park. They can turn a game quick. But the Indians' bullpen is set up now. Miller's healthy. Um, Kluber's, Carrasco, Trevor Bauer is pitching like yeah. Kluber. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they have their one, two, three is so good. I don't think the Yankees have enough. They had to burn Severino tonight. He only 
lasted what do you know, one inning, uh, yeah, one and two thirds, third? something like that. No, he yeah. lasted a third of an inning. Oh, he didn't even get out of the first. He didn't even get out of the first. He gave up three, oh. and then he had runners on second and third, one out, and they yanked him. Oh, so he can come back and pitch game two then. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We got to see the pitching matchups, but I really like Cleveland in that one. I, I think Cleveland's the better team. I agree with you. It's going to be about pitching. Um, I just want to see the Yankees win. I would prefer to watch the Yankees go farther than Cleveland. Nothing against Cleveland, but the Yankees are the Yankees. Like you said, they're just an exciting team. So as far as that concern, I would rock with that. Um, going to the National League, talking about my boys, the, the Washington Nationals, going against the Cubs. I really, really, really want the Nationals to win, but to be 100% honest with you, I'd probably, if it was me, I'd, I'd probably go with the Cubs just because... The Nationals just never show up in the postseason. They're- As fate would have it, Scherzer got hurt his last start. Yeah. He had to come out of the game. Harper hasn't played in two months. He hit the you know he hit the base wrong in that raining game and slipped and did something to his leg. Everything just lines up for the Nationals all the time up until the postseason, and then something happens. The Cubs are the Cubs. Their lineup is still really good. Their pitching is questionable. It's a pick 'em series, dude. It's minus one twenty. The Nationals yeah. are minus one twenty because they're home. Yeah, because that's, yeah, that's it. it. They got to make somebody the favorite, right? So, I'm with you. I think the Cubs are going to win the series. Yeah, it's a shame, man. It really is a shame. Uh, the Washington deserves better. Uh, hopefully, you never know. The one thing I will say is uh, Strasburg looks great. He looks great. So if they if he can get a game, then maybe they might be able to steal another one. The only thing is their other guy, Gio Gonzalez, he got ate up his last his last outing. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just I don't know. Yep. We can talk the wild card game in the National League is gonna be Colorado at Arizona. Uh, Arizona's minus one seventy five with Granke. I think it's a done deal. I take in Arizona. Ranky's going to step up and be the number one that he is. Give him a good outing. Colorado's come way back from where they were midseason. Not that they can't win a one-game playoff. Right. But I really like Arizona and, and what they've done. They're very tough at home. I just think the pedigree's better with Granky than with Gray. Yeah, I, I don't think know who I, this Gray guy really is. I haven't followed him closely. Um and I know that's a really big number, but at this point, I feel like you almost have to take uh, Grinky. Like you said, it's just the pedigree. And Diamondbacks are nasty at home. They score a lot yeah. of runs at home. Right. So, for me, I want to see the Diamondbacks-Dodgers series. Because the Diamondbacks really not put the the wheels in motion for the Dodgers losing streak. But the, the Diamondbacks swept them the last yeah. time they played in L.A. And yeah, they're not afraid of the Dodgers at all. At all. They can kind of match the pitching. And they, they got to burn Granky in this wild card game. So it's going to put them at a disadvantage in the five-game series. And these five-game series, are, I mean, you really only need two starters. Well, yeah. Now the Diamondbacks are down one. So that's going to be an interesting number. It's going to come very high because of that. And obviously I think the Diamondbacks are live. I would love to see the Diamondbacks and Cubs both win in the National League. I don't know if they will, but that's I would like that to be the matchup for me. 
I got you. So, really quick, we're going to wrap this bad boy up, but who you, who you got winning it all? You going to go with the Indians? I think the Indians are going to get there from the American League. It's going to be Indians over the Astros. And I really want to see the Diamondbacks get there Ooh. because I may try to sneak down there and watch a game. Oh, there you <laughs> selfishly, go. Selfishly, I'll, I will try to go to the World Series. All right, I am going to go with the Strohs. Um, I just think, like I said, I think they just bring, give you so much when it comes to their lineup. They can do a little bit of everything. And I, I don't know, maybe it's just like this weird feeling, though, but what everything that the city of Houston and all of them went through with Harvey, I think they're going to, there will be like a cool little rallying point for them. And I, I could definitely see them holding up the, the World Series trophy at the end of the thing. So that would be I a fun story. Astros. Yeah, right? It'd, that, be, a, it'd yep. be a cool story. Yep. Well, that's all I have tonight for the people. What about you, Dave? Dude, that's a wrap. That's good stuff. We're, we're Again, we're continuing to grow. We're continuing to get feedback. We appreciate all the follows on Twitter. We appreciate all the subscriptions. When you subscribe on iTunes, it makes our lives easier, and we can kind of see where we're getting results. So keep on following along. Keep on, you know, making suggestions and thank you again for listening yeah very much so like you said we're listening to all your suggestions we're taking all your feedback and we're trying to improve the show every single time um so continue to listen anything that you like or don't like hit us up on our twitter we're trying to we're trying to get really interactive with our twitter we're trying to do more we're trying to put funny things up there we're trying to any picks or you can follow our picks on our twitter um, anything when it comes to like day to day stuff that'll slip in between our two shows, we'll put up opinions on, and you can give us, you can tell us what picks you like, you can give us your opinions, everything you want, it'll be right there on our Twitter. You can hit us up at our at uh, at cast considering Twitter. You can hit me up at dgriff underscore cc, Alan at ab a berg cc, and then my boy uh, Dave Sherapan at you want to give it to him. Dude, I, you got to help me. I got to do my own Twitter associated with the show. But my one that I follow along with right now is Bullshitter's blog. It's my blog that I write all the stories on. If something's coming this week. Please follow that as well. Perfect. We're going to wrap this bad boy up. I'm just going to close it out with uh, tell everybody to stay together in these trying times. Um, we here in Vegas will promise to stay uh, Vegas strong and promise to continue to come with you with good shows so with that being said this is cast considerations uh, big wins and payouts are what you're chasing but all the games are getting intimidating you're feeling anxious hearing your heart racing just tune in to cash considerations this is cash consideration